0: Right, Mark, are you ready? Ready, ready. Mark, is your pen ready? (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the wonderful World of Football Shirts, a podcast in which we talk about football shirts it's as simple as that really isn't it it's pretty much as simple as that yeah right um mark stern say hello to
1: everybody hello everybody and hello to you richard how are you yeah i'm good thank you very much
0: i am once again happy to be on the end of a zoom call with you
1: how are you you look good I'm good. Yeah, I'm very good. I've been for a swim this morning. I'm wearing my Onion Berlin shirt in celebration of them uh, qualifying for European football yesterday, which is a very exciting uh, time for them. Good on the Onions. Good on the Onions. Um,
0: at what point did they overtake, well, I thought Hertha Berlin were like the main team in Berlin,
1: right? Uh, traditionally, yeah, they have been. Um, Union got promoted to the Bundesliga. Uh, Two seasons ago, um, just about survived relegation last season, and obviously qualified for Europe this season. So it's actually gone really well for them. Um, mm. Herta have been um, sort of battling with potentially getting relegated this year. Um, I think they just survived, didn't they, last last week? I think. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're safe. So we get um, we oh, get more good. we get more Berlin derbies uh, next next season, and you'll be able to go. Hopefully, they had fans in the stadium yesterday. That's
0: impressive. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm guessing you've been watching English football. How have you found the return of fans?
1: Yeah, it was actually really funny. I was watching the Arsenal Crystal Palace game uh, on Wednesday, and a few Arsenal fans had snuck into the ground, um, which obviously is hilarious because we won in the last minute with two quite late goals, um, and there were some videos sort of going around of this small pocket of arsenal fans kind of like going crazy and all of the crystal palace fans being like how the fuck did you lot get in here (laughs) it's hilarious um yeah i mean it's like it's special isn't it to have fans back
0: and it's surprising how much noise a few thousand people can make it's actually almost it's almost i mean i guess we're only watching it on tv so it's maybe accentuated anyway but I thought that the noise they were creating was as good as we've seen it before.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You c- you almost can't tell that it's the stadiums are a quarter full. It's great. Um,
0: did you see uh, the uh, Alison Becker
1: goal last Sunday? I had a message from uh, from a friend of mine who said um, who said. Uh, mate, Alison's just scored a fucking header in the a, a, an amazing header in the in the ninety-fifth minute and I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, that was just like incredible. Yeah, I um as goalkeeper myself
0: loved it. It was against West Brom, so I loved it even more. Yeah. I want to touch on really quickly that he wears all black and I think that looks so sexy. Mm. He's a very attractive man, is Alison, I think. And he's gone through some looks this season. Could you remember when, um, was it just after Christmas, he was sporting a mustache yeah. and slicked back hair? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the header itself was really good, regardless of what position you play on the pitch. Mm. So I found myself uh, on Twitter, I think it was actually FIFA had posted a five-minute video of every single angle of the goal. Yeah. Like, there must be, a, be 18 cameras at the Hawthorns. And so I just watched that goal from the moment he gets to the um, center circle, like running into the box and heading it and scoring.
1: That's crazy that I watched the goal so many times. It wasn't <laughs> even my team. Yeah, but that was, that's one of those like incredible kind of moments that happens on a football pitch that, I, unless you're a West Brom fan, yeah. I think you can even, if you are, appreciate what a, what a, what a great moment that is. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Alison reminds me of... um uh, Yeah, I, I did enjoy his his moustache look. He looks a lot like our friend uh, Jim Bailey. Shout-out to Jim Bailey if he listens. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. You are not that wrong. I always thought that. I'm not sure if it ever got mentioned, but now I it, has. it has. Nice.
0: Yeah. Mm. Today is... Uh... 15th episode and therefore as listeners might know it is our anniversary shirt special yes in which we're going to talk about anniversary shirts um so that's what most of the chat's going to be about however before we do that i want to get the non-anniversary kit chat out the way so first of all i'm going to draw your attention to a screenshot of a tweet i sent you this week which i was incredibly happy with yeah uh it was a tweet about um saint etienne who we've talked about before who we've talked about before because it's that uh, chap who wore the spider-man outfit right the, the goalkeeper yes the goalkeeper so i screenshotted this and sent it to you because saint etienne were playing in green and they have a goalkeeper whose name was Etienne Green.
1: It's just perfect, isn't it? It's like he was meant for that job.
0: Yeah, he really was. And it makes me remember like all these footballers that have names that are like teams. Like, how about if Bobby Charlton would have played for Charlton?
1: Or are you sure Arsenal weren't named after Arsene yes. Wenger? Yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: of course, and then you had um, Unai Emery, Emirates. Oh, yeah, I never actually thought of that. That's that's clever. Yeah. And then you had was Matty Holland, who actually played for Charlton. Never played for Holland. I think he was Irish.
1: I think he might have been English. I'm not sure. He definitely wasn't Dutch. Definitely wasn't Dutch. Well, and I can say that with confidence. Um.
0: And then at the same time, I sent you another picture, which is kind of like our uh, footballer wearing retro shirts vibe that we discuss. Mm. But it isn't. And it is, it's is—it's Ronald Koeman uh, wearing a Barcelona shirt with a leather, brown leather ball and those classic football boots that have like, you know, really old boots. Mm. So it's not from Ronald Koeman's time. He's wearing a very, very retro shirt, like maybe one of the very first shirts that Barcelona had.
1: Yeah. And it is, it's is—it's—it's a little snug. It's a little snug on him. I'm actually very confused by this picture because I can't tell when this picture was taken. Like, was it taken in the 80s or was it taken last week to make it look like it? Like, the, it's, a, it's confusing because he looks kind of old.
0: I think it's. I think it's a recent photo. If I'm mm. honest, who's he managing he, these days? Barcelona.
1: Is he? He's managing yeah. Barcelona.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So that makes sense then. Yeah, that bit makes sense. But I, what I don't understand is why he's wearing hobnail football boots, a massive brown leather ball, and wearing. I mean, it must be legit because otherwise you'd make one for him to fit into a little better, shall we say?
1: Yeah, it's rather unforgiving. It is. Yeah. He's got but it tucked it, in real nice as well into his into his dad jeans. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very cool. Um yeah, that was uh oh and then also I didn't send you this one but uh I didn't realize that Liverpool had done some retro shirts 2 years ago. And um, with the emergence of the new Liverpool Away strip, which is being rumored, which is that kind of creamy color, yeah. I saw a picture of Alex Oxlade Chamberlain wearing the 1996 97 Liverpool Away shirt on his Instagram feed from about two years ago, which I've just mm. sent you.
1: And oh, yeah. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, we like that. He's, uh, uh, yeah, he's a, he seems like a pretty cool guy. He seems like, I'd like to go for a beer with Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Just seems like a proper, like, decent bloke. He does, doesn't he? He's, yeah. Uh, I'm not one for following... I don't actually follow
0: that many footballers on Twitter or Instagram, but I see his st- stories or, like, videos pop up. He doesn't take himself too seriously either, so mm. he has a lot of funny videos, especially during lockdown, which I quite admired. Yeah, Okay, so as you know, today is our anniversary kit special. So, no more talk about normal shirts. We are anniversary shirts only. And I'm going to kick off proceedings by telling you that we did have a bit of correspondence. Uh, it was from my friend Russell, uh, who plays in my team. Uh, you know Russell. Um, yeah. We had a conversation about Gillingham, and Gillingham, back in the 2012 2013 season, had an anniversary kit. I could have looked up what anniversary it was, but I didn't because this is not a factual podcast. (laughs) Uh, But I will go ahead and tell you what uh, the shirt was. Right, so the shirt itself is, first of all, it ticks a a big box for me because the shirts have exactly the same kit pattern. Um, the home shirt has a blue body, red sleeves, red collar, and the away shirt has red body, blue sleeves, and a blue collar. Uh, it yeah. has the, um, what I assume is a classic Gillingham crest, which uh, we know you like. You're a big yeah. fan of those. Yeah. Um, it's made by Van Denel, which I believe is a kind of a lower league football team kit make i i'm gonna hazard a guess that at some point carlisle united had vandernell as a shirt make
1: i would guess so i would have
0: to guess so yeah but the thing that really sets this back as a kind of anniversary shirt is the collar itself which is that classic tie up collar with yeah. a piece of string no it's not string what would you call it cord a cord like a lace a lace yes a lace of course and
1: <laughs> you could call it a piece of string i guess
0: a string would look so dire <laughs> <laughs> fraying string yeah, like a tiny piece of cotton um so first of all i quite like it mm. what do you think of it?
1: It, it i think you're right like in theory it ticks a lot of boxes um, for us, in terms of characteristics of shirts that we have discussed that we like, you know, you like the kind of very basic reversal of home and away kits. I quite like the like classic, um, the classic crest. Um, but there's sort of just something about this that I'm like not quite sure about, um, and I really don't know why. Um, yeah, I think the the collar is a big issue for me. Right. Like, so. Thank you for bringing up the collar because
0: this is a big bugbear of mine, and I will just—I get it. Right back when in the 1900s or whatever, when this first you know football teams had shirts as football shirts, right, button-up shirts, and they probably had this kind of granddad-style undershirt with a—I don't even get it. In the olden days, what was the mm. point? In the olden days, You've, yeah, they fucking invented the button. You don't need lace. <laughs> And if it's laced up, then why isn't it laced all the way? Anyway, I'm going off on a massive tangent. but No, no, we like it. We like it. <laughs> you reinvent that. You redo the shirt. I get it. You want it to look as official as possible. But what is the uh, practicality nowadays of having that type of collar? Because mm. I don't own one. I haven't. And I haven't played in one. But I can only guess that it's just going to flap in your face the whole time. If yeah. you're running at speed, that's going to be flapping up and hitting you on the chin, or if you're me, double chin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing myself a disservice. I have a wonderful beard protecting You are, chin. yeah. Um, <laughs> covering your fortunes. Yes. I've got a So, oh God, so that, um, I just don't see because the other thing what you can the only thing you can do to stop it from happening is tie it up right into a nice little bow but yeah. then i'm pretty sure you will look like a twat
1: yeah and then you're still gonna get like even if it's tied up you're still gonna get like flappy bits yeah. like it's still just gonna be kind of like there i i think I'd probably if i were to have to play in something like this I'd maybe just try and do like a like a tie and like just sort of tuck it all in like tuck it all inside
0: the tie and tuck method
1: i like the old tie and tuck yeah because i just think that there's something a bit strange about it i think Um, i'm definitely a rip it all
0: out i'll take it all out and just wear it like bare chest kind of thing yeah then you've got
1: a like very deep v look going on
0: and that's another conversation from another podcast that (laughs) arsenal away kit from a few years ago a puma kit very very deep v oh but uh that's neither let's, here nor there. Let's save
1: that for another time. Let's there's one other thing that time. I want to point out about this photo that you sent me. Yep. I presume these are two are play like and players from back in the day. But there's something I can't look at this photo without thinking of the in-betweeners. I just there's something about that, like the guy in the foreground of the photo, he kind of looks a bit like um one of them, but there's that there's that I think press shot of jay from the in-betweeners and it's sort of like he's quite close to the camera and like the background is all blurred out and i can't look at this without some reason thinking of that Hmm. i think when we put when we post out the link to this video we should put like a side by side just so that like i need to validate that i'm not going crazy here and like it does there's something about these two pictures that look really similar (laughs)
0: <laughs> i didn't think that our podcast would ever be talking about the in-betweeners but uh yeah, it's a great show it's a great show it's the magic of podcasts yeah we go where we go where we go however oh but i know we weren't said were said we are running to talk about uh you know anniversary shirts but they do uh, jay Cartwright does wear football shirts in this show doesn't he in he the does. movie he's wearing a england 1990 red away kit i
1: think he's in the red one
0: yeah so there we go i'm sure he wears others in this as well Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i i I do like this but i i have to question the the lace up thing right let's quickly swiftly move on to um something else that piqued our interest this week in the football shirt realm the japan national team have released a new commemorative football shirt Mm -hmm. and mark why don't you tell us what it looks like
1: well this is like very topical isn't it because this as you say it came out this week um obviously just in time for our anniversary special so they obviously were waiting for us to to do this before releasing it (laughs) Um, I, yeah,
0: I like the fact that you do, you had a word with the Japanese FA and be like, can you just, just wait, just wait. A few yeah, days? yeah,
1: lads, just just hold it right there, just for like you know, just for a couple of weeks, so then we can we can give it the the proper the proper introduction it deserves. Um, okay, right. For me, I'm looking at it. It's an Adidas shirt. It's sort of light sky blue. Um, it's got the Japanese flag on the on the breast, and it's got some white a white collar. To me it's it's just a school polo shirt that they've stuck an Adidas flag on.
0: Okay. I can see your point. It looks incredibly plain. Yeah. Uh, from when I first saw it, I I did get a little bit excited, I'm not I'm gonna lie, uh, because it does remind me a lot of that um tailored by Umbro range that um yeah. the English shirt had back in 2012 Mm. 2010 sorry and so that the smartness element of it i do really like Mm. i also do like the fact that the adidas logo is blue so it is almost hidden yeah in the shirt which i know is something else that we'll kind of touch upon when it comes to the uh, shirts that we're going to talk about this week yeah um and what i quite like as well is actually just more of the promotional shoot for the shirt, which is probably the image that everyone's seen that in the background, contained in a glass box, is what I can only imagine the original Japanese football shirt is in. And I quite like that aspect.
1: Yeah, they've done well. It's smart, the way that they've the way that they've kind of positioned that. But I think the thing that I I'm struggling to really get with this is that I could go down to Woolworths and buy a plain blue polo neck t-shirt or whatever they're called Hold and, on, stick you... a fla- and stick a flag on it <laughs> you're going to Woolworths, granddad. wait walworth's let me tell you very much alive and kicking here in berlin <laughs> i could go down to Woolworths, buy a plain blue t- t-shirt and stick a flag on it and then boom that i've got my japanese uh celebration shirt
0: um i guess really what they set out to achieve was to create a almost identical replica of the original Japanese football shirt and yeah, it's fair to say mission achieved, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that. it's um it's it's a carbon copy basically it's there's no there's no kind of deviation from that at all. um so yeah, in that respect, ten out of ten. It did split opinion online. Like you
0: um, had mentioned, you don't like it. I quite liked it. There was a lot of people mm-hmm. that it was a bit umanoring about, and some people that like, I definitely want to get that. And oh yeah, I'm not going to get that. But mm-hmm. uh, you 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 unearthed a bit of information about trying to buy the shirt, didn't you?
1: Well, I think it's basically not possible unless you live in Japan. Um, I'd seen a few people posting saying that saying they really want it. Um, They really want to buy it Um, going through the like booking process on the Japanese um, Adidas website and not being able to not being able to get it delivered internationally. So it's I I think I kind of like that in the way that it's going to it's going to stay within, you know, stay within the people that um, that will really support Japan rather than kind of football shirt collectors, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I, I quite like that, and it does remind me really quickly that uh, for the 2002 World Cup, the Adidas Predator Mania boot, which was all the rage, Beckham wore them, um, the Japanese football team got issued with a unique blue pair, which oh. uh, now are incredibly expensive because they're very hard to find. Anyway.
1: We are um, not a boot podcast. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, we're not a football boot podcast. <laughs> shut the hell up, Richard. Um, the last little thing before we get on to our... Uh, our kits is something that I believe you brought up at the end of one of our podcasts many many weeks ago, mm. and we've kind of had on the back burner. And I think this was the one of the reasons why we th- thought about having a special podcast. And it is the uh, Partick Thistle uh, anniversary kit. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, it's I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this one. It is. It's dark blue, and the, it's dark blue. We've said this already uh, earlier, but it's dark blue with white shorts, dark blue socks. It has a granddad collar. But what I like most about it is it has almost played on what you just said about the Japanese badge. It's like someone has um, got the Partick Thistle logo onto a separate piece of material, cut that square mm. out, and then stitched it onto the shirt. Yeah. And that's what they've done for the shirt. That's what they've done for the shorts as well. So the white shorts has a navy blue square with a classic Partick Thistle logo on it, and the goalkeeper shirt is yellow, but also has a navy blue square with a Partick Thistle
1: um, badge. And I yeah. like that a lot. I think that makes it look so smart. Yeah, they've gone in and um, they've gone in and, and hired the same the same woman from Admiral that stitched on all the England badges. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, it's. I think some people would look at this and think it's a bit plain, it's a bit boring, but I agree with you. I think this is. I I really like the color. It's a proper like deep blue, um, and there's another little detail that I really like on the shirt, and it's so it's commemorating um, the Scottish Cup win uh, of 1921, and it's got there um, sublimated in the shirt the details of that game so you know 16th of april partick thistle one rangers nil the attendance of the of the final um and there's one thing that i particularly like about the shirt and this shirt actually is still available you can still buy it if you want it um is that um most of the time when clubs release i mean any new football shirts we've talked about how much they cost before like the prices of the the prices of um, of kits this is on sale for 45 quid I think that's I think that's fair play from uh, from Partick Thistle to you know to to not hike up the price of their of their anniversary kit because they could probably make some money from it. Yeah,
0: I mean hats off to them. That's impressive. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, and uh, do you know what? It's maybe it's the the, the, the you're right that like the difference in the colour. Maybe it's the the badge. But this this is not too dissimilar from the Japanese shirt, but I think it just it just looks a lot better, and I don't mm. I can't really put my finger on it. Maybe it is because you can tell straight away it is more of a football playing shirt rather yeah. than as you describe it a polo shirt.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, I I think I just wanted to give that a bit more time than it deserved. Than yeah. Two minutes at the end of a podcast a few weeks ago. Anyway shall we crack on with the shirts that we have brought to the table today yes let's definitely do that um we are going to go through three each which is what we did for our kind of gimmicky shirt special we're not going to go into as much detail on them because there's quite a lot of them. we want to get through them but we still adopt the same principle in which the uh person will describe it for the other person yeah so I went first last week and you described. So this week, you go first and I'll describe. Really good choice. Um, I'm going to tell you what I can see from the shirt and then yeah. you can tell me what it is you want to talk about. A bit yeah. So, Mark, you have sent me um, a Manchester United shirt. Mm-hmm. I can tell it's a Manchester United shirt because I can see Cristiano Ronaldo wearing it from a few seasons ago. Yeah. It is plain red and it has a quite a thick white collar. Uh, V-neck, I believe. Um, the version that I got here with Ronaldo is long sleeve, and that's it. Really, that's all I can describe about it. Uh, oh, uh, there's a picture at the back as oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, I just had a look at it. So a few more pictures. It's some very, very old-fashioned numbers on the back, very kind of like blocky, big numbers. Yeah. And the goalkeeper, who was Edwin van der Sar at the time, is wearing the classic green goalkeeper shirt but also wearing the classic matching shorts and socks with the away, oh, sorry, the home team. And that's it, really. Um, I can yeah. see who they're playing against, but I would like you to just give me some more information on it.
1: Yeah, so this was... Uh... The Manchester Derby of uh, two thousand and eight, um, and it was the anniversary of the—I think it was the fiftieth anniversary of the Munich um, air crash. Um, and so, what they uh, what they decided to do was wear these like super throwback kits. Um, Man City also wore a throwback kit on uh, in that game. Um, a very kind of like simplified version But the, the one that I really want to talk about Is the Mang United one Because mm. there's something so like magical About seeing Giggsy and Ronaldo and Rio Ferdinand and Patrice Evra like wearing This kit like it's almost like The picture here where I think It maybe looks like Mika Richards Tackling Ronaldo It looks like a video game It looks like it's pro evolution Soccer where they didn't have the rights to the to the game yes. um and they're just flung a red, t- a red t-shirt on on the man united players um the numbers though like we talked about numbers a couple of weeks ago like there's no names on the back it's a proper like throwback to the 50s um there's just something like really sort of like jarring but amazing about about seeing these modern players in these kits and it's, it's funny actually because i'm looking at this one picture here of um of rio Ferdinand, um and it almost looks like he's um he's got the same sort of like super baggy shorts that they would have worn in those days i don't know whether yeah. those are just like the fit of shorts that he used to wear um but it's um it's no,
0: you completely, you're completely right. It's of the day when footballers were not big and muscly. It makes him look like a skinny a skinny little boy yeah. wearing a top. He's got it tucked in. I don't think never really, ever really tucked his shirt in, but he has and it's made him look he made it makes him look like he's playing in the fifties.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um the picture of Ronaldo is like that is incredible. Like that picture looks so modern but so old it's really like confusing to look at ronaldo has gone for the long sleeves as well which is super cool obviously Mm. we've discussed my my um favoritism towards long sleeves before but like even in this one here where you've got a, a picture of ryan Giggs in the background like his shorts are massive the shirt looks like it's like drowning him it's just there's something really really cool about i mean obviously they're they're honoring a di- terrible disaster in, yeah. in wearing this kit um but like what a like what a strong and like powerful way to do it from a like visual point of view the um so to touch slightly on the Man City kits, obviously the United one is completely blank. The City ones they took off their um they took off their sponsor for that um for that um for that match and they centralized the City badge. Um so again it was a very sort of like slightly more branding on it, but very much more simplified um simplified yeah. version of the shirt. City actually won that that game 2-1. Um, so they almost like spoiled the uh mm. spoiled the um well obviously not celebration but the honour of yeah. of what happened. Um but this is one when we first talked about the idea of doing a like anniversary shirt special, this was the one that really stuck out to me as one that I really wanted to talk about because of just how like beautifully like simple and iconic the United players look in this kit. I don't think there are many teams
0: in the world that would be daring. I think daring is the right word daring enough to remove everything from their shirt and still be as iconic. I think the only other team I can think of really that would do it is Madrid. Yeah. But at the time, Manchester United were sponsored by, I think it was AIG, and their kits were made by Nike. But yeah, I mean, it's a complete, it's not like, it's not like it's the Manchester United kit that they were wearing that season and they've just, like, removed the sponsor, coloured out the badge, and coloured out the the Nike logo. It is plain. It is hmm. plain. And you, everything you've said I can get on board with because it doesn't look right. It's such a modern photo, but yeah. it looks. It still looks old-fashioned. And I. I <laughs> it looks in a way that some of the... More traditional players like your Giggsy, like your um, Real Ferdinand really got behind it and wore the slightly ill-fitting. But Ronaldo was like, "No, I am a performance machine. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look like Ronaldo whilst wearing this old shirt." Um, I get, I can get really get behind it. Not so much of a fan of the Man City version. Mm, they didn't really go full in for it, did they? And I think that's actually something that I might talk about when I get to my
1: some of my shirts. But a uh, good start, mate. Really good start. Yeah, the one that I actually think that I want to add, and this is actually uh, quite a boring thing, but something that I think about when I look at this shirt is what it's made of. Because obviously the shirts of those days were not made of like the super lightweight, whatever. Yeah. Um, but And I've got an old 1970s Arsenal shirt, obviously mm. a remake, but and, and that's more like a kind of cotton T-shirt. But I presume these shirts that United were wearing were still made of, like, high-performance materials. Um, Very cool. Wanted to touch on it. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay. I like it. Well done. Okay. So um, you've gone for a kit that the team wore once that whole season, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I believe that might be a bit of a trend with your shirts this week. Not that it's a problem. (laughs)
1: i am going to pick joe i'm going to stay with that trend and i am going to talk about this one so what we have here it's uh it's a tribute shirt it's um so first and foremost it's a denmark national team shirt yep we talked about denmark last week two weeks ago um What's his name? Old oh, Mister Hummel, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Billing. Uh, yeah, yeah, Philip Hummel, um, Philip Billing. So this is a Denmark. Um, so it's a tribute to the ninety-two. Oh, um, well, don't 90- give
0: a, don't give it away.
1: Oh, okay. Should we start again? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, so it's a it's a nineteen ninety-two tribute shirt to the um, to the team that won the Euros. Um, it was uh, it's. It's red, obviously, it's a Denmark home shirt. It's got the big um, kind of circular Denmark um, badge and it's made by Hummel. Um, It's got kind of red detail on the sleeves and on the shoulders. It's got this sort of looks like a very high collar with a bit of a V-neck too. It's sort of like a hybrid collar, it looks to me. Um, There's some more detail that I think you'll probably want to touch on, so I'll throw it back to you.
0: Let's not beat around the bush about it, really. It's quite an average-looking shirt. It doesn't look special. Mm. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because of the interesting nature in which teams want to have tributes or anniversaries yeah. of shirts. So you're right. This is what was called the 1992 tribute shirt from 2017. And it is to tribute the Euro 92 victory, which goes down your folklore, because if you are aware of the the story behind Denmark winning Euro 92. Um, Yugoslavia had qualified for Euro 92 and Denmark hadn't. Mm. Uh, But because Yugoslavia were in a civil war at the time, they got kicked out of the tournament and Denmark got invited to play instead. Mm. All of their players were currently on holiday because they'd finished their season. So they were drafted in last minute to replace it, got cancelled their holidays, got on the flights, came over. And... Well, they won the trophy. They won the tournament, beating Germany 2-0. Um, you may argue that they weren't playing exactly the most exciting brand of football. The back pass rule was in not in effect. So a lot of kind of like short passing back to the goalkeeper, rolling yep. it out, rolling it back. 25 years later, they faced Germany in a friendly to mark the occasion and wore this jersey featuring gold trim around the Crested numbers, which I quite like. Yep. And the numbers are made up of tiny little words, and the words are the names of the squad from 1992, which I quite like. It's, it's, It's a tribute to a very special kind of moment in Danish football, which again goes down in folklore, given the story that's behind it. And it's a bit, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a right word to say, but it's a bit kind of like showy-offy. Like, to mem- to commemorate the occasion of us beating Germany in the final, we're going to play Germany in a friendly, and we're going to wear a shirt that we've remembered for beating you. Uh, sadly, Germany scored a last-minute equaliser, and the game finished 1-0. So again, another shirt in which the moment got ruined by not winning the game. <laughs> I wonder if this is a trend. <laughs> wow anyway maybe. the shirt itself the shirt itself is nothing special I think the story behind it is maybe a bit more special and the nod to the uh, the squad in the numbers is quite a nice little touch N- names on shirts isn't a new thing that we you know have discussed because I think you remember the Darlington shirt from a few weeks ago with Mr. poopoo. Mr.
1: Pooh or something.
0: <laughs> and I think it was Alaves, when they played Liverpool in the UEFA Cup final, had a special shirt made and it had a name, uh, names of all the fans on their shirt. Yeah. And I think Man United, in that famous game when they had to change shirts against Southampton, the blue and white striped shirt had names of old Man United players uh-huh. in the shirt. I might be wrong, but... Uh, I'm sure someone can point me out if I am
1: wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it is, as you say, it's It's not a particularly, you wouldn't look at that shirt and be like, wow, that is an incredibly beautiful shirt. Um, but it's interesting and it tells a story. And I'm sure for Danish fa- fans of Danish football and Danish um you know the players that were honored in this incredible win then it's particularly touching but as a a shirt to look at it's yeah it's boring and it's
0: it's i would say it's almost like a stock shirt it's nothing special but it did make me want to it did make me look at weird anniversary shirts Mm. and so i do have one quick addition to that and it is of a um japanese team from the j league it is cerezo osaka who uh, wear a lovely pink shirt. And they had a special anniversary shirt in 2015 for their stadium. OK. They play the majority of their games at the Nagai, Nagai Ball Stadium, also known as Kinsho Stadium. And in 2010, the first phase of a much-needed renovation was completed. And five years later, they released a limited edition shirt to celebrate the anniversary of said work, because why not? Why not? So it was a bizarre, I think that's a very bizarre anniversary shirt to choose, five years of our renovated stadium.
1: It is pretty weird, yeah. It's pretty weird. I have a feeling,
0: Mark, that me mentioning stadiums is really going to play into the hands of your next shirt. Have I segued beautifully? I don't even know what you're going to talk about, but for some reason, old stadiums, (laughs) team moving out of a stadium into a new one. Got, I think there's a team close to your heart. That...
1: Uh, I can't think of one. Maybe if you if you've got the shirt maybe if you you could talk about it and then we'll see if anything jogs my memory.
0: All right, well everybody knows that Arsenal uh is Mark's team. Yes. And Mark has talked about Arsenal every single week on this podcast and as soon as much like last week, when I said that uh, we knew what shirt you are going to talk about, I knew what shirt, one of the shirts you're going to talk about this week. And I'm happy you are because it's worth it. We've talked about it before. We've talked about the photo of them having their uh, shirt release image. Uh, it is the Arsenal shirt from what year? Uh, 2005, 2006. 2005, 2006. There, last season at Highbury, in which they reverted back from the red shirt with white sleeves to the what's the official color red current red current shirt (laughs) um with gold nike tick gold um o2 sponsor white shorts and red current socks yeah it's
1: a beautiful kit it is yeah it's lovely um it's it brings back memories of that season and the players that we had in those days. I mean, I won't touch too much on that because I have done, yeah, as you say, probably every week, um, since then, but I think (laughs) that the like intricate details of this shirt that I really like are, um, the gold trim. I love the O2 and the Nike logo in gold with the, um, the little like details. So with the like, uh, Highbury, um, 19, uh, what is it 1912 to 90 to 2006 or whatever um like detail on the just underneath the arsenal badge um and the gold numbers as well um so in we had like special gold numbers for the um for the premier league um shirts but then we also had um this gold font so this was almost this was almost one of the first times i can remember like arsenal having a proper like cup font yeah we probably did before but we had this very kind of like uh unusual type font for our champions league games and it was just kind of like quite standard gold writing um but it all just looked so like shiny and so like beautiful um the way that i mean i i think back of like Thierry Henry wearing wearing this kit and like him sort of partnering the like red current with the white shorts and the socks but with a pair of like white football boots like it just looked so smart Um, I'm guessing that's what they wanted to achieve by you know by putting this kit out there like a very sort of like smart kit that looks you know unusual it's an unusual colour for a football shirt because it's not it's not the uh the kind of burgundy or the like claret and blue of West Hams or Aston Villas. It's it's a shirt colour that you don't see that often. It's exactly um,
0: what I said last week about Leicester.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, it's unusual. Um obviously we um got to the Champions League final that season, um, which, you know, let's the less talked about that, the better. Um, but what I actually didn't realise, um, and I didn't go to many games that season, actually, um, because I was otherwise engaged in other activities, but every home game of that season was themed in some way so they had a Players Day, a like International Players Day, an Arsen Wenger Day, um an FA Cup Day, like all of these like celebrations. Um but the great one was on the 15th of April, they had a Dennis Bergkamp Camp Day, um, in which Arsenal played uh West Brom, I think. Um and Dennis Bergkamp actually scored on that day, which was yeah, just lovely. Um, and all, all the fans on their seats were given a, um, were given a, an orange t-shirt that was sort of like Dennis Camp day, um, which is just lovely. Like, it's really great. He's, I think that was actually his last, that would have been his last goal for Arsenal, um, you know, scoring on, on Dennis Camp day um, in the last season at Highbury. So yeah, it's, you know, it's a shirt, that is you know, truly iconic for um, for Arsenal fans. We got one over on Spurs uh, on the last day of the season to qualify for the Champions League. Um, What's that day called? St. Sun- Tot- Totteringham Saint day. Totteringham's Day is the day that Tottenham can mathematically no longer finish above Arsenal, and we haven't had one of those in probably about five years because they finished above us every year. But in actual fact, we could, if results go our way, be celebrating a Saint Totteringham's Day today.
0: We are recording this podcast on a Sunday. Indeed You'll be listening so. to it on a Wednesday, so Mark could have been celebrating a Saint Totteringham's Day.
1: Yeah. This week, well. We haven't Ooh. got a lot to celebrate, us Arsenal fans. So the only thing we've got is to finish above Tottenham. So we'll take it. You know, that's that's all we have to cling on to. That's okay.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right with that.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a lovely shirt. Really like it. Um, it's, it's lovely.
0: Okay. Well, I am going to go down um, another route because what we've – there's uh so the first shirt was a very plain old-fashioned looking shirt the second shirt that i then sent was a kind of a little tribute you then have gone for this third shirt which is a big change of shirt color tribute so this next one i am going to tell you show you is this one which is a slight again a slightly different theme slash trend
1: yeah there's a lot to unpack here um yeah please do go ahead and try and do it yeah so okay so it's it's predominantly green if i was you know it's a green is it wolfsburg it looks to me like it's five shirts in one so it's sort of like chopped up at different angles um and like a one part of the stitching it's got looks like some like numbers and names in some in some font and on the dark on the next one down it's sort of dark you can't really tell Uh, and on the next segment it's sort of also green and it's also got some font on there but a slightly different shade of green and then on the next one it's sort of a lime green it's all different shades of green um with numbers and font sublimated in the shirt um yeah, th- there's there's probably a story to be told with this shirt. and I'm interested to hear what it is because there's a lot going on.
0: Okay, well, first of all, some good news uh, is that um, Werder Bremen wore this shirt and won 4-0. Oh, Werder Bremen, not Wolfsburg. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Werder Bremen <laughs> wore this shirt and won 4-0. So it breaks the cycle of Arsenal losing the Champions League. Denmark drawing one all and Man United losing 2-1. It was uh, released in 2019, so a very modern shirt, if you will. And it was to celebrate 120 years. So 120th anniversary kit. Um, It pays homage to, they said in their spiel, it pays homage to the the loudest team in Germany. Their fans, apparently, the loudest fans. And the shirt itself is a mashup that was as layered as the fans themselves. Um, <laughs> I tr- did try and do a little bit of research into this and couldn't come across much, but it does, as you've said already, it looks like just a mashup of some of their different shirts throughout the years. Yeah, with some sublimation, which I still haven't been able to get a close enough look at to kind of give you some details. The reason why I wanted this shirt is because what they've done is completely the opposite to what Manchester United did and completely the opposite to what um, Arsenal did. So completely opposite to yours. Mm. And actually maybe the the other one I've done is they haven't gone for a retro look. They've gone for a brand new look to commemorate that by mashing up. And... Maybe it's because it's all different types of green. I can get on board with that shirt a lot more than I can than the England mashup shirt that we saw recently and talked about.
1: Yeah, this looks a lot. This this looks similar to that. That's uh, actually, what I was going to say is that the way that the 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 way that the sort of I'm not sure the best way to describe it. The sort of slashes. Yeah, it looks similar to that's. Um, uh yeah the was it score draw the england shirt yeah yeah it looks similar to that um i've pulled it up on here i've got a bit of a closer look um so the anniversary shirt features green tones used in the home shirts over the past decades and in the shirt is the club slogan so dare to win um 120 years verda um 1899 and green and white for life um Which are all written in German, I should say. Yeah, that's why I couldn't understand what they were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's cool. Like, it's a very interesting take on a sort of anniversary slash celebration shirt that is unlike, as you say, unlike the ones that we've seen before. And it, certainly the one that I'm, um, the one the, the next one that I'll talk about is almost like a in-between, an in between, an in between phase of both of those. But with this one, I think it's really interesting. Um, yeah, I like it quite a lot. It's, it's, it's kind of wacky.
0: Yeah, it is. And um, but I still think it it holds quite nicely. Like it's not, like I don't think it's too garish. I just think it's really quite nice and a, a, a quite a good way of celebrating anniversaries without having to go too far away from what you normally like to wear as a shirt.
1: Yeah, it's almost I'm um, I'm thinking also about the um the Arsenal one, that I think we've also talked about the um the one that's also just like a mashup of all of the shirts. All the old Nike um, shirts, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so yeah, I think this is cool. I like the different shades of green. The like lime green used to be my favourite colour when I was a young boy. So that's, you know, I I'm into that.
0: Right, okay, Mark, we are two shirts down. We've got one each left. Yeah. Uh, so you are going to talk about this one. Okay, so this was from last year, year before? Uh, maybe, I think last it was two season, years ago now. 2000, last season. 2010
1: 2010, 2010, 2020.
0: <laughs> uh, it is uh, Chelsea. It is a Chelsea shirt. It's their anniversary
1: kit um 50 years i think 50 years uh since it's uh yeah winning the fa cup in uh, 1970. okay so it is an all blue shirt uh in that kind of classic chelsea blue i
0: can see a yellow chelsea logo which looks like um the lion with cfc written underneath it I can see something shiny on the chest area where the sponsor goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the picture I've got, I can't really make it out. They've got blue shorts with a yellow trim down the side, again, with the classic Chelsea logo. And unlike normal Chelsea kits, they have yellow socks. And I know something that you really like, are the numbers on the back, which yep. are yellow, and are, again, not Premier League regulation. But they are classic, huge numbers, which uh, I'm a very big fan of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, talk to me about it. Tell me why you picked it. Well, look at me. Like, you know, we only talked last week about how I was sort of happy that uh, Leicester beat Chelsea in the cup final. And you, I can't remember, said that just because I don't like Chelsea or whatever. And, you know, to some extent that's true. And now look at me here a week later talking about a Chelsea shirt. Um, Yeah. So the reason that I picked this shirt is well, it's just, I think it follows on quite nicely from that Verda Bremen shirt because it is very much a old school look, but it's, it still looks pretty modern. If that makes sense. It's not like it it's, it's still a modern football shirt. So it's not, it's not yeah. in the same way that man United did when they went sort of all retro. Um, You know things i like about the shirt i really like the old school badge um the like the non you know the badge that they would have used in the 70s um so the shiny patch in the center is actually the sponsor logo so they were sponsored by um yokohama tires but that's just been totally kind of blued out in the same way that the nike badge has also been totally blued out um so again it's sort of almost paying homage to the um you know to the the classicness of the shirt that the sponsor and Nike said, you know, okay, cool. We'll just totally blew out our logos. Obviously they're still there, yeah. but um so Chelsea also they only wore this shirt once um in an FA Cup game. Um Uh, third round tie against nottingham forest in 2020 campaign which of course they won um yeah only wore it once um and it's as i said was a celebration of the uh, 1970 um fa cup winning team the reason i like it is just because it's just so like classic it's like it's it's modern but it's classic that as you say the numbers are great the color on the yellow um the, the 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 yellow colour on the the sort of yellow details on the on the badge and the shorts and the numbers, I think it's very smart. Um, I don't feel like they sort of overdone it. They haven't gone like yeah. super old school, but they have, you know, recognised the anniversary and done it in a kind of modern way, which I really like. Um, this I think is also the shirt that sort of inspired the um, yellow trim in the shirts that they'll be wearing or that they wore in the cup finals. That they'll be wearing next season. So it's not yeah. a million miles away from that with the like yellow, with the yellow detail. I think it's very smart. I really like it. If I was a Chelsea fan, I'd probably, probably buy it. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool.
0: Um, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, I like it too. It is my wildly understated. Um, I can appreciate the sponsor being kind of like blued out. Uh, the badge, the throwback to the retro badge, is very nice. And, and yes, the numbers. I think. I wonder, as a fan, if you buy that shirt, do you have the numbers on it? Mm. Because the numbers for us make up how classic the shirt looks. Yeah. Would the shirt look as good? Probably would. But would it look be as good if it was? you know, no numbers on the back, Mm. I think it loses some of its, uh,
1: appeal to me personally. Yeah. The detail on the numbers I think is what sort of elevates the shirt to a much higher level. Like I think you're right. It's that like classic sort of big, bold, round numbers that um, and I, I'm not sure. Maybe they did have the names on the players on the back. In these pictures, I can't see it. Um, had, they didn't have names on the back. It was just numbers. Fantastic.
0: Love it. Yeah. Okay. So, again, I'm going to go a little bit more left field with this. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about this one. So, yeah, this is the this is the next one, the last one of mine. And do you want to tell me what you tell me what you see?
1: Yeah. So it's uh, so we've got a Lazio shirt. Um, Not totally sure in the year, probably mid. Mid 2010s, if I had to guess. Um,
0: Perfectly mid 2010s, 2015.
1: Excellent. I think I can see Miroslav closer here. Number 11, but what we've got is a Lazio shirt. It's that sort of classic Lazio pale blue in the bottom half. It's got this sort of like eagle-looking pattern in the middle that kind of separates the white bit at the top. Um, It's got a sort of, also a kind of hybrid V-neck collared collar, um, which is also in light blue. Um, it's made by Macron and it's a very unique design.
0: It is, um, and I will go as far as saying that whilst it is a unique design, I kind of like it, but I kind of don't like it. Mm. I like it as a shirt itself. I do not like it as an anniversary shirt for, for many reasons. One, I do not like that style of collar that hybrid collar that you mentioned is my least favorite type of collar mm. either be a turn down collar or be a v neck or a round neck don't try and be both I, ha- I don't like that yeah um i don't like the anniversary they're celebrating either what 115 what they? 115 years this was back in 2015 so did they release i don't know did they release a 20 shirt in 2020 for 120 years which seems like more of a reason to celebrate i don't know uh but yeah it's a macron shirt again though the design is pretty nice i'm trying to think of that i think it's a shirt based on a shirt they wore in the 1980s i think 1982 1983 Mm. which is based on you're right it's like a half and half shirt but like kind of top and bottom with this eagle and it it's instantly recognizable as lazio even if you're not that much of an italian football fan i don't know why i spotted that straight away and mm-hmm. um, they wore it during a 3-1 victory over ac milan yeah so another win for the uh, anniversary shirt and th- the reason why i've picked it again it kind of like follows on from those things i was talking about it hasn't done any of the things that you would expect from an anniversary shirt it hasn't taken away this the, um, the kit make. You know, it's still quite boldly Macron. It hasn't um, adopted an old badge. I don't even know if they had an old badge. Mm. It might be. They haven't adopted the shirt from 115 years ago. They've picked a shirt from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. I don't... Really, and maybe someone has got some more information on it. And if you do, then by all means, send it our way because it it just confuses me as to the reason behind the shirt choice. Mm. And I will say again, it's a delicious shirt. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is a nice shirt. That's a really good point though, that they they haven't, they've just gone for, a nice shirt from history rather than rather than it being, you know, like the Arsenal one where that was like the year that they moved to Highbury, that was the color that they wore. So that's obviously the reason why they've gone back to that, where it went back to that shirt. Same with the Man United, same with the, with the, with the Chelsea with this. Yeah. They've just picked a random style of shirt that they wore in the eighties to celebrate Um, kind of weird. 115th anniversary random bit but
0: the problem is is if you make too many of these anniversary shirts they lose all meaning yeah. and their specialness shall we say so unless there's something that we don't know about in 115 years is very special in italian football or 115 years is special in your you know lazio mm. history i do not understand the reason behind making it in 2015 mm. as opposed to well, actually, I don't do I even like the idea of 120 years. I like 125 better. Yeah. But what uh, what 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 what's the cutoff? You know, why make a shirt celebrating 80 years of something? Why make a shirt celebrating 70 years of something? Yeah. You know, is there is it a 150, 100, 150? Kind of does it go up in fifties? Does it go up in twenty fives? I
1: don't think it should go up in fives. That's for sure. Um... 25 feels kind of appropriate i think
0: i guess what you want to personally i think what you want to do is you want to appeal to each generation of football fans mm. so yeah maybe maybe a 25 year anniversary shirt every 25 years is pretty decent because then in your lifetime you can get maybe three yeah and you could also you can enjoy them in a time when it's you can enjoy football and wear the shirt right yeah if you have only have one every 50 years then you might time it unlucky and you either get like a shirt when you're quite young mm. and you don't care about that kind of stuff or you get one when you're really old.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 115 is quite a random one though, I have to say. But good for Lazio, you know, they're doing their thing.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, like I said, apart from that collar, it's a pretty tasty looking shirt, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I, I am kind of fond of a sort of light blue like blue shirt so yeah I'm, I'm into that good one well have you done three we've done three we're done we've done three each
0: yeah oh well, that's it um okay well there you go that we've rattled through those pretty quickly we hope you've enjoyed listening to that um few little kind of like podcasty updatey bits mm-hmm. we'll correspondence, if you will. Um, First of all, thank you to everybody so far that's uh, took part in our kind of T-shirt giveaway. We've had some absolutely fantastic kind of comments underneath uh, and I'm trying to interact with all of them because some of them are brilliant. Um, I won't go into details just yet because we're going to keep the competition open for a while. We know that people don't listen to it straight away, so we'll leave it open for for another week or so before we reveal our winner. Uh, But I want to give a really special shout out to somebody. As you know, last week, I went off on a tangent when talking about our uh, uh, listenerships and who's been listening and people listening in Norway and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then over Instagram, I had a message from uh, Shane, whose Instagram handle immediately struck me. And once I I just want to give him a big shout out. Shirt and coffee at shirt and coffee, which is just everything that I, we, we want in life, right? Yeah. Football shirts and coffee. Uh, he piped up the other day and said, I'm one of the 8% of the Irish people. And I got so excited. <laughs> so big shout out to Shane. Uh, you can follow him on at shirt and coffee underscore on Instagram. He has got a lovely collection of football shirts. Um,
1: big up big up shane
0: yeah so yeah there we go i want to say thank you to him and thank you to everybody else that's took part so far yeah um yeah share it with your friends let everybody know
1: yeah i had a funny message from my friend nick who found the story of the um six-year-old forkit it wanker absolutely hilarious um so yeah shout out to nick <laughs> oh good good times
0: Well, yeah, it was. Um, And I had a message about the bird that uh, if you were listening to the podcast, you'll hear in the last episode, there's a very loud bird that was... It sounded like he was sitting, or she, was sitting right next to
1: you. Well... Do you
0: you sit next to a window? I do sit next to the window.
1: window um, Yeah, I do sit next to the window. The birds generally are quite chirpy here, I should say. Um, <laughs> um i am i don't uh, maybe i had the window open last week i don't have the window open today so maybe it will be okay <laughs> the sad thing is is i don't realize any of these things
0: have happened until i edit the podcast together yeah it's like i have no idea that you've been clicking
1: your pen i didn't even realize either yeah. hey what do you
0: think about that new image i made drew up on uh in, uh, whatever and put up on our Instagram and Twitter.
1: I thought it was lovely. I really enjoyed the comment, um, that from my mum. Uh, I'm not sure who, yeah, I think it was from your mum, yeah, yeah. Who said that you were being very generous with one of the, uh, one of the people's hair. Uh, um, yeah, I know. Right. Which I thought was pretty savage. <laughs> Completely but, savage. Hilarious, obviously. Yeah. 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 Good job. All right. Well,
0: uh, I think it's, uh, it's time to go.
1: Yeah, for another week.
0: For another week. Uh, we will we will have an episode available for you next week. We'll make sure of that. Yeah. Uh, so whether by hook or by crook, we'll have something for you. Um, I really enjoy your lovely goodbyes and your inspirational messages to everybody. Yeah. Give me a little, just a little, little nugget, a little nugget to make everyone's day a bit better. Okay. I'm
1: smiling right now. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're walking down the street, if you're at the gym, if you're, you know, riding your bike, sm- just smile at someone, give them a little wave. Maybe they'll appreciate it. I'm I'm smiling to you right now, so I'm hoping you you feel that in your in your ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, listeners, I hope you f- uh, feel the smile in your ears. In your ears, yeah. That uh, is going to be the title for the the episode (laughs) feel the smile in your ears perfect And on that it is time to say goodbye mark as always it's been wonderful yep um it's been a good one thank you for your shirts um we will post out all the pictures mark tell the people where they can find us as well
1: well they can find us um on at shirts pod at shirts pod on uh, instagram and on twitter uh and on all of the major podcasting platforms and if you would like to email us you can do that and our email address is wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com
0: <laughs> and the panic in your face then, <laughs> as you <were> <laughs> every time
1: it. it's like is this right i think it is <laughs> thank you very much for listening yeah. we
0: enjoy making this content we hope you enjoy listening to it uh yeah goodbye
1: goodbye